0: VR training platforms, like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International, are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.
1: Hey, All Set Runs and Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair Media Network. That team up north needs a new coach, because my god, that was ugly. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a future commissioner of the north carolina football conference that's a call back and with me as always is aj all clay helton does is win marchese
0: <laughs> i definitely thought that was gonna be a michigan intro for me and uh, i'm glad it wasn't rough
1: hey your boy helton's two and oh
0: yeah so sick baby i love clay helton <laughs> best coach in the country
1: Today, we'll break down our 2021 NFL Draft Superlatives from this past Saturday in college football.
0: Let's hit it! Seven, 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 seven! seven. seven one, two, eight, one, two, three, four. Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving up to Cleveland, maybe. Looking for a Lawrence or sure. Suelle.
1: Football is in full effect, with many teams strutting their stuff. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at BetOnline. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to BetOnline today and use promo code ARMCHAIR. To take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses, bet online, your online sports book experts. Before we jump in to the mighty week that ended up being week 11 in college football, sneaky good week, we got a handful of senior bowl uh, invite acceptances to go through, AJ. And uh, starting, at, starting at the top with your favorite one Texas quarterback Sam Ellinger.
0: Yeah, the only one that matters to me, Rob. Uh, this is like the classic. Senior Bowl QB. That's like, you know, a storied college career and not much of an NFL prospect. There's
1: one every year, and we love him. Unless maybe he's there to be an H-back. That'd be cool.
0: (laughs) No, no. Like like you said, he's going to win Senior Bowl MVP. He probably
1: uh, will. Chimnagy probably loves him.
0: 7 of 12 or 86 yards, a pick, no touchdown, and a rushing touchdown, and he'll win MVP.
1: And he'll just edge out Ian Book for it.
0: Yeah, that's very accurate. Heisman winner in Book, by the way.
1: Joining Ellinger is UAB wide receiver Austin Watkins, Virginia tight end Tony Poljan, Alabama guard Deontay Brown, Florida State defensive tackle Marvin Wilson, Northern Iowa defensive lineman Ellerson Smith, Houston linebacker Grant Stewart, Auburn linebacker K.J. Britt, NC Central corner Brian Mills, UCF corner Aaron Robinson, LSU DB Kerry Vincent Jr., and UCF safety Richie Grant. Uh, what from that group? Uh, who are you most excited for, uh, other than Ellinger, from this group?
0: Genuinely, Austin Watkins. Yeah, no, one? I think
1: that I think that's probably the correct. Well, I might go Aaron Robinson, but that's probably the correct pick.
0: Yeah, and I mean, like maybe maybe the most interesting because we don't know where his stock is going to be, is is Marvin Wilson, but genuinely in my heart, uh, Austin Watkins for sure, because I mean, both big fans of his in the summer, obviously, and he's been pretty baller this year, so I want to see him go out there and, uh, you know, against the best of the best, as Jim likes to say all the time.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the receiver group's going to be really fun. There's going to, as always, there's going to be a nice, I think, mix of smaller school guys like Watkins, like Kate Johnson, and some of the bigger school guys hopefully end up there as well. Um, and it's gonna be a really good group in general because the wide receiver class is loaded once again. Um, I think for me, I, I kind of lean Aaron Robinson because he's a guy I really loved over the summer, playing pr- mm-hmm. primarily a nickel role for Central Florida, an Alabama transfer. Um, he's just one, he's one of those nickels who's just so ferocious and like he plays some dime linebacker as well. He's a guy who I think could be a sneaky top 100 pick and especially with okay. with how nickel has become the base in the NFL and I'm just excited to see him against against guys like Austin Watkins um you know.
0: Yeah, I don't know if did we say this last week but I don't I mean we might have but it feels like we've gotten in a lot of uh, small school guys already, eh.
1: I don't know if we said that, but yeah, it does seem that way. I think part of that is because the FCS season specifically, uh, That's true. not happening. So these guys are kind of waiting around for it. Maybe Jim Jim's a little eager to get these invites out, <laughs> uh, you know. And Just chomping at the bit. He's probably not going to cancel the Senior Bowl, despite both the East West Shrine Game
0: and NFLPA Bowl being canceled. Uh, when do we when do we start our Senior Bowl happening odds oh, like we did with the college football season? We could start right now. We're what mid
1: November. Like the senior, okay, the senior, you know? the senior bowl is, what two months away.
0: Uh, yeah, two months in a week, right? Yeah.
1: So, what are, your, what are you? What? What? what I, I, don't know, I'm gonna, I, I think Jim's willing to kill people to have it happen.
0: I think so too. I mean, I, hey, we, we didn't mention it yet, but the the PA bowl got canceled. Like they're doing some online thing. I don't know. How it's going to work. But anyways, do um. so you think I could sneak
1: into the PA bowl's online thing?
0: Yes, I think this should be a bit that we uh, we we uh, attempt to venture on. We'll, we'll we'll keep our eyes peeled for that. But um, if I, if we had money, a bit would have been to send you to the PA bowl. But anyways, <laughs> but I'll go next year. <laughs> next year we'll do that next year. But this year we'll try that virtual thing. Um, I'll put it at I'll, I'll put it at five and a half right now for the senior bowl. Is is the higher number mean it's happening? Yeah, sorry. One is not happening. Ten is. is so uh, that's it's like all. a pretty
1: cop-out guaranteed. answer. I'm giving you a ten. It's guaranteed to happen. Jim doesn't care how many people die. He probably is a COVID truther. So. I feel, I feel like think most
0: of America is a COVID truther. Yeah. Anyways.
1: The, why, you shouldn't have said that. We ball. can make fun of Jim Nagy all we want because he's a. <laughs> might be crazy. But, um,
0: so, sorry, not, not, not the popular vote. Just under the popular vote are COVID truthers.
1: Uh, what do you think about uh, Virginia tight end Tony Puljan?
0: You know what? I I, I haven't <laughs> I just haven't keyed in on him at all this year. I I feel like I just haven't watched a lot of Virginia football. Very but, large, you know, interesting in the summer. He's big, yeah, and obviously the the CMU transfer should have stayed at CMU. Tony, but anyway, <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> former quarterback, inter-
0: yeah, interesting, and I'm not I... surprised. Like. Like if you asked me in the summer, I would have guessed he was going there, getting to the Senior Bowl. So, like, I'm not I w- surprised by it. But like, I watched yeah. his tape
1: against NC State the other day, and I came away very unimpressed. So, I'll leave
0: it at that. Okay. Okay. See, like, that, that's kind of what I was th- going to say is a little underwhelming, but, like, I'm not surprised that he's there based on the traits in the summer talk. You know? No, I'm,
1: I'm glad he's there. I think he, he is probably one of the best senior tight ends. It's just such a loaded class. True. Okay. Let's you know, jump Kenny in. No, Kenny Yeboah. Let's jump into it. Uh, week eleven NFL Drafts pros. Let's start with our best freshmen. AJ, try to try to pick three for each category this week. I know hey, you you're, you you're love to pick ten freshmen, fifteen sophomores, and then uh, like one sliding down the board.
0: I okay. <laughs> I have three, I do only have three freshmen. Hell yeah! Uh, I thought it was a little thin this week. I do have six sophomores though. So, but, but we'll overlap. It's okay,
1: too. I have six too. So let's. We'll hopefully we hit three and three.
0: We probably will. We probably will. Don't worry. Uh, best freshman, the Hawaiian missile himself, Jaden Delora, at Wazoo. They didn't win, but he was the most fun freshman for me this week. Uh, really impressive in his second start there. Uh, what are you, over three hundred yards passing? Fun as hell. The hair is cool. <laughs> I, think, I like him. I like him. Rob. Same. Um,
1: same high school as Marcus Mariota. Yeah. Tua
0: Tunglu, Vailoa, I Uh and Jeremiah still, Masoli. Still. Which is one of those names is way above the other two, but uh, yeah. Only I, I, one of those I, quarterbacks I, played in both the SEC and Pac-12. Pfft, spot the fucking lie, brother. Uh, <laughs> Missoli, I miss Missouli. I mean, I don't miss. I mean, I only miss him because the CFL season got canceled. I'll still see him, but yeah. Uh, Delora, Delora, is my favorite. Uh, who, who else? Who do you got here of? Delora also my
1: top pick. Um, like you said, I mean, it's so fun that. Washington State's going to remain relevant in the Pac-12 this year with Nick Rolovich <laughs> taking over. I love, I love Even the fact we that we hate him. Yeah, well, you know me and my Washington State head coaches. I think about them only as coaches and outside of coaching, I don't think about I them. I respect that.
0: I mean, I don't respect that, but I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay.
1: Uh, but seeing seeing that like keeping Pullman weird, AJ, that's what I'm all about mm-hmm. with weird offenses. We had Mike Leach in the area for what eight years. We transitioned into Rolo. And in the run and shoot, he gets this wicked fresh, true freshman from Hawaii. Hawaii, a quarterback factory of a state, all of a sudden. It,
0: it's so. I mean, has there been a big write up about that yet? I'm sure there it's, has. It's right? coming. It, it's coming from me. No, no I'm not. Thing. I'm not.
1: No, I don't have time for that.
0: But that it is genuinely so interesting. I don't know why it's happening.
1: They wrote they, they the the athletic wrote
0: one for Phoenix. Why not Hawaii athletic? <laughs> The Hawaii seems way more interesting than Phoenix. Phoenix is obvious. There's just a cradle quarterback, baby. There's uh, talent there. Joining
1: Delora for me, uh, I'm going to go with Donovan Green, the Wake Forest wide yeah. receiver. Him and My second guy. Him and Sam Hartman like really brought it to North Carolina. I thought that was the most fun game of the day, North Carolina Wake. Uh, just Definitely. a plethora <laughs> of points. Um, but, yeah, Green, who, who's a guy who flashed last season, And now he's really starting to put together, and and Sam Hartman has really improved from week one this year. Mm -hmm. And and seeing that connection, it kind of, like, I I have a soft spot for all schools in North Carolina, essentially. Um, And Dave Klaassen, I think, is an underrated head coach. Yeah, he is. And, and, like, they've got two running backs there as well. Like, Wake's going to be a good team next year, I think, or at least offensively. And, um,
0: that's a, yeah, no, that's a, cause there's a lot of talent and they're all coming back. Yeah. What,
1: all I want is a conference for all the North Carolina schools. My favorite state in the world. Actually, that's not true. And, uh, I, I live for Pennsylvania, Philly forever, baby.
0: NC central is, would win for sure. That's my prediction for the North Carolina conference. All right. Who else you got? Uh, I'm going, I'm going low key here, baby. Cause I, I was short on freshmen, but <laughs> I thought Micah Kelly, the Toledo running back looked pretty interesting on, uh, yeah. Wednesday night, yeah. 8 carries, 6-9 yards, a touchdown. I had a couple catches. Kind of a smaller guy, but can get jittery in the hole. I thought he was an interesting guy to watch for Toledo. And I thought he was just, i you know me, I like mentioning the Mac guys.
1: Yeah, you're mac through and through. Me, I'm more of a power six man. <laughs> um, Okay, my final best freshman. It wasn't a belligerently great game from Graham Mertz, but he went into the yeah. big house. He controlled the offense. He hadn't practiced he for good. like three weeks. He had COVID, yeah. obviously. Um, threw for 127, two scores. Like nothing mind-boggling, especially with some of what these sophomore quarterbacks did. But mm-hmm. like that's – he looks like the most talented quarterback. And through two games, he looks like the most talented quarterback Wisconsin has had since Russell Wilson.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And I mean – Again, it begs the question, why was Jackie Cohn going to start anyways? But it doesn't matter now. Well, I think uh, I think yeah, part of that I, that, that... I do think the that, performance was impressive. I just didn't put him down because, A, I'm still hurting, and B, <laughs> I wanted to keep it to three, and Michael Kelly deserved it. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just, I don't know, man. Like, that's the right word, talented. It's... it's even when it's not that impressive statistically or whatever already, I, you just come away impressed with the guy.
1: That's the most alpha I've ever been on this podcast. You just talking straight over me like I don't matter, and that hurt. Oh, I. But d- I did not hear
0: you. Sorry.
1: But I will. I will add that. I think that's something that happens in college football a lot, where the the veteran quarterback, like a Jack Cohn starts over the merch because you kind of. You know what you're getting each week with him, especially in a Paul yeah. Christ offense where they're so much about ball control and, and um, grinding, yep. grinding that clock out with, with the run game. So, and I mean, we saw it happen with Jake Fromm at and Justin Fields in, in Georgia, and I, I just think that's a, that's something that, and I mean, it might have happened with Ian Book and Phil uh, Dracovic, but it turns out Ian Book's way better. So,
0: <laughs> sorry, I legit didn't hear you. Anyways, who's your sophomore? Yeah, uh, who's your best sophomore? Sam Howell's got to be the top guy. Uh, what five hundred and fifty yards passing, six touchdowns, threw a pick, but like it was a great play by the defender. And that was just so wonky that both teams made that insane like pull it away from the other guy play, which was kind of awesome. Like you said, the most fun game of the day. And uh, okay, who who does Hal remind you of? Because I feel like I'm I, I want to put my finger down on it, but I'm not sure yet. Sam Howell a, is his own man. Uh, yeah. I don't know. There's someone, but I can't. Russell figure it Wilson. Out. It, it'll
1: come to me. I don't, know. I don't <laughs> I'm know. Just I saw something about him being like Patrick Mahomes, which I don't.
0: What? Okay. I,
1: I think know. it was more in the context of he has to put up a million points each week to win a game,
0: <laughs> but he's got talent around him. So, I mean, so does Patrick Mahomes. So there, you, you're right. Good, good call, prop. You got it spot on. But no, man, like uh, Sam Hill was awesome, and I mean, he he's been good this year but it was a little up and down and then this one was just all fucking money and coming back and (laughs) like just a fucking wild game and like like just so many big time throws to brown and daz and uh, uh, i mean he's a top quarterback next year and it's 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 obvious you're calling that now no, not the top. Quarterback. Oh, okay, I'm Sorry. saying A top quarterback. No, no, no. no it's the, the, Thank you for making me clarify.
1: the The sophomore group is so fun already. Um, obviously, you mentioned Howell, Sam Hartman. the The, the fact that those two combined, <laughs> they combined for it's twelve thousand yards, twelve touchdowns, and almost a thousand passing yards. Um, yeah, that's ridiculous. Uh, and, and at the same time, you you jump over to that Ole Miss-South Carolina game that turned into mm-hmm. a lot of fun. And once again, Matt Corral putting up huge numbers. He had five total He's touchdowns. Back. He threw for over 500 yards. Like, I mean, he got he got Lane Kiffin throwing his clipboard in the air. This quarterback <laughs> group is so much fun. Um, Just in general, we have way more talent at quarterback, both in the NFL and college yeah. football, than we've ever had before. And we're seeing younger quarterbacks play way sooner because they're so talented. <laughs> and like... We've got Howell, we've got Corral, we've got Hartman, we've got uh, Jaden Daniels, we got Caden Slovis, we got Grant Gunnell. like we got it all, AJ. <laughs> and
0: like, quickly going back to Corral, it, it's uh, like it's not a su- surprising, but like I don't think anyone expected him to be this good. Well, he the, no,
1: well, people didn't even know if he'd be starting because John Reese Plumley's a thing.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, he's obviously had his ups and downs, but his his highs have been insanely high.
1: In seven games, he has twenty five touchdowns, and like nine interceptions. and like six of them, came in one game. Yeah, like the, the more
0: the, more touchdowns than incompletions in this one.
1: Yeah, like he he's had four games without throwing an interception, and just one game where right he threw six of them. <laughs> which kind of, like, clouds it. And, like, I think because it was such a hilarious game, uh, it kind of overshadows... And Arkansas is such a, out of nowhere, fun team. It, it kind of yeah. overshadows how good he has been in general and how fun this old Miss team is. Ole Miss is going to be really good next year. Like, they probably will lose Elijah Moore, but Jerrion Ealy is going to be back, Corral another year in the system. Um,
0: and they're a wide receiver factory. You don't got to worry about yeah, wide receivers.
1: E- exactly. Baby. And then jump into Gr- Grant Gunnell... Or as I like to call him Gunner, um, he he kept like early. He looked not good against USC. He had that bad ball that ended up being a, a gimme interception for Hafanga. But after that, he kind of settled down, and I don't know. Remind me of uh, old Nick Foles.
0: Kind of, it kind of does remind me of Nick Foles. He's just huge. <laughs> Hey, I'll I'll go back to that old miss game. How about Kevin Harris again? Like carrying that fucking South Carolina offense, five touchdowns, 243 yards. I I love Kevin Harris. He's a big boy, too. And uh, he's going to be fun next year. He's, yeah. He's, uh, I hope he fulfills all of the Marcus Lattimore (laughs) hopes and dreams, is what I'm going to say.
1: And and we have to, of course, mention uh, Kevon Thibodeau um against washington state six tackles two tfls two hurries he just looks already ready for the nfl that was kind of my main takeaway Um,
0: yeah yeah. but he looked that way last year
1: (laughs) yeah he's a freak of nature he's kind of walking down the the miles garrett pathway to being the number one overall pick Mm -hmm. is the vibe i get from him where it's just he immediately is such an impactful player as a true freshman he's just such a freak of nature he's already got an nfl body um the hey next year's class always better than this year's right
0: yeah, that's true. I'll throw I'll throw two quick ones oh at you. God. Uh, quick, Rob. You've quick. named
1: seven. You've got two more.
0: <laughs> Nikita Watson, uh, Wisconsin's back. He was big He's and fine. Runs hard. He, he was pretty good. He's good. Yeah, against and Michigan, one,
1: any fullback can go for a touchdown apparently. So
0: okay, well they respect fullbacks and they let them run. That's why mm. Ben Ben Mason will have his time. Don't worry, Rob. Um, <laughs> quick. How about Tommy Travel? He didn't touch the ball, but he was blocking his ass off. I just, he, he, I'm starting to like him, and the hype was kind of weird early. That's how Notre Dame always is. Someone's gonna find a really nice role for him in the NFL. Uh, he's very interesting.
1: Okay, weekday warrior. Um, I'm just Desmond,
0: Desmond Ritter. Okay, Jesus,
1: just alphaing me all day today. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm gonna start with two Cincinnati players, one on each side of the ball. We've got Desmond Ritter, who once like they walked three Carolina like they should, like it was nothing to the point where. Um, <laughs> Your your boy Mike Houston was really upset that Luke Fickle yeah, may have run up the score. Uh, just stop them, then Mike Houston. That's my take.
0: Yeah, retweet. It was revenge from last year because you uh, see, beat them.
1: Ritter had four total touchdowns, three twenty seven through the through the air. One of his best passing games, if not his best passing game of his career. I thought. Yeah. Um. He still did miss a couple, but there's so much armed talent there. You brought up the Colin Kaepernick. Thing. I don't know if you brought it up on the show last week or if you just said it to me, but...
0: I think I did both, yeah. Uh
1: The the athleticism the arm talent. I mean, he's a guy who I think still needs to go back just because this quarterback class is freaking loaded, but QB, like, he to me, he's the guy you're betting on with that as QB7 after those yeah. top six who I think are pretty firmly the top six.
0: No, I agree, and, and the more I watch him, the more I get the Kaepernick uh, vibes. Uh, I I think like if he does come out, I think he's not going lower than like 120. I mean, just cause, just cause of all the the, the raw potential of him, and like you said, that QB, that QB seven, maybe late day two or early day three target.
1: Less talented quarterbacks have gone earlier. I'll say that very true. uh jumping to the defensive side of the ball we, we haven't really talked too much about individuals on the the bearcats defense this year mm-hmm. but it's one of the best defenses in the country uh my the the guy i'm going to point out this week is jerrell white the linebacker who is built like a safety um but just he is a spark plug he had a pick six had a sack on a blitz he plays so hard uh, he's a guy who I think can be he, he would probably be a, a safety in the NFL but specifically his role in the NFL is going to be on special teams he, he just brings that type yeah. of energy and physicality you look for in a guy who who you think can be a big time special teams player
0: I think every weekday warrior we're gonna we should have to point out a, a special team I've
1: got do you want my pro comp please Zeke Turner so, so sick one okay. of the best special teams tacklers in the league. Plays for the Cardinals for it's those so, who don't know. So sick. Yeah. I know. Okay, who do you have for weekday word?
0: Desmond Ritter. I already said it. Of course it's Desmond Ritter. Who who else would it be?
1: I don't know. I thought you'd say Mo Ibrahim. He's your boy.
0: Yeah, okay. Well I want them I want them to start easing the touches off. Yeah. He should opt out. He
1: honestly he should opt out. Minnesota's terrible. Tanner Morgan's horrible. Mo Ibrahim's <laughs> getting so many carries and he's looking great and he plays so angry. And he, he's probably going to go really late day three or undrafted anyway. Opt out and be next year's James Robinson.
0: Retweet. See, that's what I'm thinking. He's that late, late, late round target. He looks like a dude. He, he's, I love him. You're right.
1: He's physical as hell. And I don't know. He's definitely just going to stick on a roster. So, opt out now.
0: Retweet. You're right. I hope you're listening, Ibrahim.
1: He is. Okay. Best prospect this week. I had a tougher time, I think. Yeah. Because we didn't have... Uh, we didn't have Alabama play. We didn't have Ohio state play. We didn't have Clemson play. There was a, there was a lot of game cancellations. Speaking of my picks, I had three of the games I picked canceled. Um, I too. And I'm now just realizing I forgot to make my picks for this upcoming week. But <laughs> while I figure that out, AJ, who do you think your best prospect was this week?
0: Uh, this sucks. Cause I was going to leave this off with a question. Just, just pay attention for one more second. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> How many first round picks do you think we saw this Saturday? It's like I think most 60. of the guys are gonna go. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> I think most of the guys that are gonna go in the first round this year. Uh, weren't playing yesterday or two days ago. Whenever the hell you're listening to this, I Which think it's kind of funny. Like, I think, you, like you mentioned, with all the cancellations, I think
1: stuff. all 32 played yesterday,
0: and they're all at the U, baby. They're all. And I'm going off the board. But I, I'm I'm gonna say Jalen Phillips is my top guy. I know he's not yeah. really the best prospect, but no, who's I think he's on my draft stock? Yeah, he was doing more for their draft stock than right now than Jalen Phillips. And the answer is no one. And I think he was probably the best player uh, I saw yesterday. So I'm giving it to him. It, 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 just a monster game against Ball Tech. Uh, two sacks. Oh, two and a half sacks. Four and a half TFLs. Just all over the field. It was a lot against the right tackle, but I, I don't think he's a scrub either though. Like that that whole offensive line is pretty talented. Uh, and just kind of took that game over and uh, more on the Roche <clears> stuff <throat> later but Ro- Roche didn't show up too much for a good reason and again more on that later but I I don't think anyone was better than Jalen Phillips yesterday or fuck Saturday
1: um, I, I I think Jalen Phillips has been really impressive in general this year but the sack, like if you looked at the sack production it didn't come necessarily he was, like he was affecting the game through affecting yeah. games so much without actually coming away with the numbers. Uh, which is, I think, is partially why he's been slept on as, a bit in the conversation as a first round guy. Um,
0: We've, we we him for outplay the box score uh, multiple times. Uh huh.
1: And and then stuff. this this week was just he blew up the box yeah. score. What he had like two and a half sacks, I think four and a half TFLs. He was everywhere. Um, he was the best player on Miami. He he was making plays that were getting called back because more on this later. Uh, certain somebody was doing stupid things in the secondary. Um, But, I mean, he's a former top three recruit. He's 6'5", 260, an elite athlete. I know he's got the injury history, and obviously he semi-retired mm-hmm. from football for a little bit uh, after U- UCLA, which, I mean, knowing the NFL, that's going to probably yeah. be used against him. Um, But, like, outside of Quiddy Pay, I don't know for certain that we have a first like a solidified first round edge and Agreed. Agreed. He, he's he has the complete makeup of that type of guy so i don't know that's
0: Wait. yeah like i still think rousseau has got like I, I think the trades he's still gonna go in the first round but i i uh, still I like think...
1: i don't think i'm gonna have a first round grade on gregory rousseau.
0: I that's fair I'm, I'm not saying i will i'm just I mean, the, t- it's, it's, the talent is insane, but yeah, no, um, it's kind of crazy that UCLA landed Jalen Phillips in the first place, to be completely honest.
1: They were recruiting well, really well and then just not developing anybody. I mean, Josh yeah, Rosen. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's,
1: Colton, that's true. Colton Miller. He's good
0: now. Yep. keep, keep going. <laughs> Jordan Lasley, baby. At Darnay Holmes. Um, yeah, <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad he's in Miami. But you're right, though. It's with with the injuries and just the whole background of Phillips. I, I wonder how much that's going to affect his stock.
1: Um, who, do you have anybody else who is again? Because there was no like actual like this guy's a top oh. ten guy and he played like a top ten guy. Do you have anybody else you put, would consider?
0: Uh, I put everyone else in shooting. Fair. Up, I, but...
1: I I I just want to mention. I think for uh, like a lot of people this week it would be Kyle Trask.
0: Okay, let, let's talk. I put him shooting up because let's let's talk Kyle Trask. Who's your best prospect of the week? As you just said, um, I mean,
1: he that, threw he what, threw for I, three f- fifty six and six touchdowns, yeah. completed seventy nine percent of his throws against Arkansas. Without Kyle Pitts, yeah. part of it is it's. Um, I think Kyle Trask can be a really polarizing evaluation. We've talked about it a lot of the mm-hmm. time. His touchdown passes come to wide open people. Also, shout out Dan, Mullen. like this offense is just awesome. Yeah, and, and but for real. like he did it. Like Dan Mullen made Felipe Franks look quite put up numbers in this offense too two years ago. Um, but a lot of the touchdowns come to wide open guys. Or crazy yep. contested catches. And even without Kyle Pitts, the crazy contested catches happen again. Justin Shorter made one of the best catches of the day. Uh, shout out yep. Penn State for letting that five-star recruit wander away. Um, and, and
0: they don't need him right now. They're cooking. Money. And there's
1: right. so many weapons around Trask. I think yeah. like Kyle Trask is going to go top 100, no doubt. Do you think he's going to end up a first-round pick? Like he, if, if, to my head, I think there's going to be people who have him over Trey Lance. And gun in my head, I'm taking Trey Lance way before I'm taking Kyle Trask because Trey Lance has such, so much talent in terms of physical tools, right? Like, Kyle Trask is big, but he doesn't have a big arm. He he throws uh pretty accurate. Like, I don't know. I, I think Kyle Trask is really polarizing. I think he's going to be the type of quarterback who, who can be a starter in the league, but I don't think he's got top 15 quarterback in the NFL talent.
0: I, uh, I feel the same way as you do, but whether it's deserved or not, his stock, it's clearly. Oh right. yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Um, like right now, if you ask me, I'm saying he goes top 50. Yeah. I,
1: I, I think so too. And if he, like, I also think a Kyle Trask is more system specific than, why than like obviously than a Trevor Lawrence and a Justin Fields who I think can yeah. fit in any system. Um, like if Kyle Trask ends up with the Saints, like that's a wonderful fit.
0: Yeah, 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 for sure. And I mean, obviously he I mean, well, Drew Brees is supposed to leave this year, but I'm not 100 percent sold he will. But anyways, um, well, don't so if, aren't, he, if
1: he gets it. Aren't you excited to hear no him do Notre Dame games next year?
0: Fuck no. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah, but like if he gets somewhere where he can sit and he like said that the fit is right um it could be interesting and i mean i think this performance for Trask was was kind of actually a little more impressive again i know that the throw there's still the wide open guys and it's still a lot of the insane catches but i i thought he looked a little bit better and i thought it was a little more like i don't a little more i know it's not like he's uncomposed but it's just yeah. a little maybe maybe i'm starting to fall in love with him rob is what i'm trying no i'm just kidding i think it was a bit better and i think i think just having pits out makes me a little, think it's a little more impressive and the one in the back of the end zone, I thought was nice. The I forget. Yeah, who it was, yeah, yeah. The, 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 he threw he threw, threw six touchdowns,
1: and some were to like no name people like that one.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like Zipperer caught a sick one, and Shorter was sick. But like, I don't know. I try, he's definitely going to be polarizing. Like, it's it's going to be interesting. But so Mac Jones is going to be too. But like, if he keeps putting these numbers up, he's going to keep rising. It's the SEC.
1: I mean. I hope he's at the senior bowl too. So we get like an extra look at him. And like I said, the yeah. senior bowl is a hundred percent happening. Um, he, again, it's just like, is he like, I can't imagine him being, he doesn't, doesn't, to me, he doesn't have the physical tools to ever be that top 10 quarterback, but like he can be a Kirk cousins, I think.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. like he's, well, that's, he's that's mechanic.
1: Fair. He's mechanically really clean. He's shown accuracy all over the field. He's a good decision-maker, mm-hmm. except in, in the second half against Georgia. Um, I don't know. He's, he's going to be a really tough eval because it's – yeah. He's And he might win the fucking Heisman now. Yeah.
0: Especially because <laughs> – He's got more touchdown passes than Joe Burrow did this time uh, it, it, it,
1: last year. Plus, you, you get the fact that Trevor Lawrence has missed two games due to COVID. Justin Fields just had a game canceled. Like, that puts yeah. them kind of on the back burner. I wouldn't be surprised this week if, like, Kyle Drask is – Power ranked number one in the Heisman rankings or whatever. Ian Buck, Ian Book could be two though, so who fucking
0: knows? <laughs> if Florida beats Bama, uh, he's probably the favorite, right? But I mean, that's a big if.
1: Yeah, no. I, I if he if he can if he can beat Alabama, then I think he wins the Heisman.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, how about if Zach Wilson beats Alabama in the playoffs, baby? Let's
1: Just give go. Zach Wilson the Heisman.
0: That's what I'm. And but they're they not the Heisman after the the playoff. So, which is kind of interesting but before the national championship game
1: yeah oh do you think we can hack into the zoom of the heisman ceremony
0: <laughs> yeah we'll get you we'll get you in there sitting there
1: uh okay like, i've uh, got like toby gerhardt <laughs> i've got one more guy i put under best prospect because i thought he had quietly a really underappreciated game and i just really wanted to give him some love abraham lucas i thought was phenomenal against mm. oregon
0: i did too yeah
1: and, and like it was quiet he wasn't really against Kayvon thibodeau um, no. but the, I think my main takeaway was over the summer with him is I want to see him do more in the run game. And it, it didn't help that he was in the air raid last year. And obviously they're in a the run and shoot this year. It's not the same thing, but it's a similar type thing. But he was, when they did run the ball and they ran the ball pretty damn effectively, he was mauling people. He had, uh, there was a stretch in, I think I want to say in the third quarter where I swear he had like four pancake blocks on one drive and, he was driving people downfield, and, and uh, when they were getting um, running screen plays, he was getting out fast and getting in front fast because he's a really good athlete. I was really yeah. impressed with him. Um, I think maybe not to the way Andre Dillard ended up shooting way up the board coming to Washington State, but I, I I think he is firmly in that offensive tackle two conversation behind Penesu. Well,
0: I, I think as we talked about in the summer, I, I'm. I mean, at least at that juncture, but I think, like, even totality, I kind of am more impressed with Abraham Lucas than Andre Dillard. But, I mean, we have a long, long way to go. It's like, and
1: uh, right, yeah. right now, like, if you throw, throw up an old mock draft, the, the tackles you'll see in the first round outside of L are generally uh, Cosme, Leatherwood, uh, Redonce, and, um and Mayfield. And I think Lucas mm-hmm. is is very much in that same level of prospect as them right now, and I think he can exceed them.
0: Yeah, no, uh, it's going to be interesting to see if he gets the love because it's 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 still a little quiet. I know there are fans of his, but...
1: Uh, it's that East Coast bias. Also, I should I should, hey, I should hey, say, man. Liam Eikenberg, I think, is also in that group because um, yeah, no tackle no tackles done sure. more for themselves this year. Okay. For, for sure. I clogged up a lot of time there. Let's jump to shooting up the board uh who, who you got
0: uh you know what i'm gonna start with elijah moore because i mean he just a fucking amazing performance in south carolina uh what his third 200 yard plus game with 10 catches or whatever the hell two touchdowns running the ball too uh he had that that slug over he just was he was wide open but it was nasty i i, the, the, I mean fuck the, the wide receiver class is so deep but i mean Moore has been so damn good, and
1: he has a thousand yards already.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know, and like obviously he's a slot guy, but I, I, don't, so I don't know where the hell he's gonna go. But regardless, he's he's been amazing. He, he's he's
1: a very like again, yeah. You mentioned like he's not the biggest guy. He's he's a slot guy, uh, and the wide receiver class is loaded. But he's got. He's got like bet more speed than I think I realized over the summer. Yeah, and he's a no. That's fair. Yeah, very like consistent and savvy route runner, who obviously part of the numbers is this system. But I don't know. I really love him. Maybe he goes back. Who knows? Right?
0: Yeah, I was about to say that too. There's there's a chance.
1: Um, I
0: don't know if he should after this year, but yeah.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in with uh, the wide receiver combo that you kind of mentioned at the top: Diami Brown and Daz Newsome. Mm-hmm. against wake Forest they combined for 18 catches for 352 yards and four
0: touchdowns <laughs> they're both ridiculous
1: um diami Brown obviously provides big time speed but he showed like pretty fantastic ball skills which were was yeah. a question with him entering the year uh he had that one insane snatch away from the DB on the deep route he also on the touchdown he made a nice back shoulder adjustment yep um I I I think he's done a lot quietly for himself. Uh and then uh, Daz Newsome, this was Daz Newsome's had a quieter year and this was just kind of his a bit of his coming out party. Uh he torched for two touchdowns. Um one of them Wake put a linebacker on him and he just killed him on the on the slot fade and and the other one was a big crosser across the field. Uh and he he's a guy who I'm very very high on in terms of, I think he can be a a starting NFL slot receiver. And I, I, again, wide receiver class crazy. Um, there's a lot of underclassmen, so I'm sure some will return, but frig man. Yeah,
0: And like you you said, it's been a, maybe a little more quiet year for Newsom, but I've been just as impressed as I was, uh, with him last year, to be honest. Like, I think when you really sit down and and focus on him and Brown's been good too. I think they've both been extremely impressive. And I, uh, funny enough, I, I'm going to put the, maybe not the top, but while we're here, I put the duo of Michael Carter and Javante Williams Hell in, yeah. too, who I, I I thought were both awesome. Um, I mean, Michael Carter's been your guy for a long time, and he had over 100 yards total at a receiving touchdown. Uh, I, 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 I He deservedly so in here, but I, I want to highlight Javante Williams a little bit mm. more, because I mean, he had 100 yards a to touchdown. Maybe we, we've we personally talked about him a little less, and I thought he was really impressive. He, he's- They're both NFL... Yeah, They're ahead.
1: both top ten in the country in rushing, which I don't, I don't know if no people yeah. are watching North Carolina. Um, yeah. But to me, that offense is must watch with the wide receiver duo, the running back duo, agreed, and then obviously and Sam Howell.
0: Agreed, and awesome. You know what was awesome for Javante Williams? He, they were asking him to lead block, and he was blocking his ass off. There was a couple where he was just putting guys in the dirt. So I mean, I think it'd be great if you just do with him up in the nfl somehow but you know that the, the thoughts of that are very slim but s- someone's gonna fall in love with jamah 2 for him he, being like a that asshole run hard attitude he has
1: 18 touchdowns and like
0: that, that's insane like if,
1: if a bigger name running back had that they would be in the heisman heisman conversation
0: yeah so uh he's he's gonna someone's gonna fall in love they're, that's a guarantee and they're both they're both talented as hell
1: we're so north carolina
0: biased I mean, you could put Chester here, too, while well, he's here, because, I mean, fucking the big-time sack to Wayne, two TFLs all over the field, 14 tackles. Uh, we are North Carolina players. A lot of my guys – I didn't put Diami or, uh, or or Daz because I, I figured you might and we have talked about him. And it's all North Carolina here, buddy, baby.
1: Um, okay, sticking in the ACC, and you kind of alluded to this earlier, Christian Darisaw had a phenomenal game. I know Virginia Tech ended up losing – but he was fantastic. He is such a mf'er in the run game, uh, battling Quincy Rocher basically the entire game, who's a top 100 prospect. And I, I think saw firmly in <laughs> that battle. Yeah, yeah.
0: I put it for prospect versus prospect matchup. Yeah, that's I a good agree one. Agree that Darius won.
1: That's a, that I think. Yeah, I have them as well there. Um.
0: Um. Yeah, but like he's like he's been impressive in the run game all year, and that that Votag offensive line has, and he still was this week again. But I think the, the important thing was watching his pass pro against, like you said, Quincy Roche is a top 100 pick. Uh, so, in a, in a big-time matchup, he looked very, very good. And uh, there's an easy comp for Derisaw and Dwayne Brown because of the, the alma mater. And, like, they're the same size. I don't know if they're the same player. But I, they could both move pretty fucking great, to be honest, in the round game. Um, yeah, I, he looks fantastic. I, he's in the first round. Right now, in my opinion, I I should uh, have I, I know, that's a hot take. I,
1: I should have said his name earlier when I was mentioning that tackle group after uh, after Shuwell because yeah, he I think no, you know I think he is. Is firmly...
0: to not name him? No, 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 no. I no, him. No, so no, no. Have not mocked him there.
1: I I've, Are you sure? Uh, well, I don't really read that many know. mock drafts, but um, he uh, I think he's They're like starting to now. He's gonna be, yeah. since Dame Bruegler started talking about him. I think yes. Uh, he he's. Gonna be probably a top three tackle.
0: Yeah, agreed, agreed. I, I think I think he's firmly in the first round. I mean, like 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 we talked about, Mayfield's a missing time. Um, it's it's still wide open. It's still wide open in the tackle last, but there's a lot of good ones. Um, I
1: got one more. Uh, you already mentioned Elijah okay. Moore for me. I got Amon Ross St. Brown, who came alive for USC on that final drive uh, to get the win over yes. Arizona, and. He's His ball skills really showed up. Obviously, there was that big tip pass where he, he uh, yeah. stayed concentrated and caught it on the sideline. I love him on Ross St. Brown. I think he's going to be a top 100 receiver, if not higher. Uh, just, again, another receiver in a freaking crazy class. Uh,
0: We can stay here. Cause I, I put him for a prospect who made me look stupid. Remember in the summer, I wasn't as hot on him as you were? Yeah. Uh, and like you said, when they needed the go the big play, they went to him. Four receptions on that game-winning drive alone, including, like you said, the tip. Had over 100 yards. I think I thought he was more of like a 4th round guy. And, yeah, I think you're right. He's he's the top 100 guy, even in this loaded wide receiver class. So he, he kind of made me look stupid. I got another one for later, though, too. Don't worry. Oh, shittier one, but another one. <laughs> two, two more. Uh, actually, no, I'll just give you one more. One more quick one. I didn't watch too much of the game, but I caught the end where he had a, the game-sealing interceptions. Zayven Collins, again, for Tulsa. Who is so damn interesting? I know we've talked about him a lot, but he's six four, two sixty. He moves amazingly well. Uh, he carries that weight. He, maybe he's more two fifty, but still, he's big. He carries that great. He, he doesn't look that heavy. He's just solidly built. He's versatile. Um, I don't even know where I was, but I think I, co- I saw a, a stupid comment say like, if he had an imaginary girlfriend, he'd be a Heisman favorite or something. That kind of kind of made me That's laugh good. because he's he's. He's, yeah, I know. I don't think the tweet had like two likes too. Um, <laughs> he's all over the place, and he's making insane plays. And he was banged up for for a couple games in the middle, and his production slipped a bit. But you could you could tell he's, he's laboring a bit, and uh, he's back, and he's he's just it's every week now. It's just he's making fantastic big time plays.
1: Yeah, he's wicked. Uh, do you have, who's your top sliding down the board? Uh,
0: I'm, gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Bubba Bolden the Miami. Yeah safety who uh i think maybe it's maybe more of a hype stopper than a slider but still um yeah yeah couple bad uh,
1: penalties yeah um and got beat struggled
0: defending the run a lot got too. got
1: beaten coverage a couple times too and and mm-hmm. he's been a guy who's really helped himself this year and i think you're right it's maybe less of a slide and more of a hype stopper i think that's a, yeah. a good way to put it um, because he's, but, been, but he's been, he's been, uh, a, a freaking animal most yeah. weeks.
0: Yeah. And, but when he's not performing well in the wrong game, uh, that really hurts. Like, it's one thing like, okay, if he's the coverage, like, yeah, uh, sometimes you'll see it, but it's like, it was a lot of bad angles, just feeling the whole poorly, just not making tackles. Um, and again, that Vatek run game is, is studly, but, uh, still not, not a great game at all.
1: No. Um, and then I, 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 I'm going to – I think you could put Quincy Roche here, but it was – it's it's yeah, tough to kill him for I it because Dar- Darisaw's a first-round yeah. guy, uh, like we said. But Roche did struggle. Um, I'm going to go with a different ACC edge rusher, though. I'm going to go with Boogie Basham.
0: Who? Okay. Uh, okay, go ahead. Pitch me. Pitch me.
1: I just thought it was – obviously, North Carolina exploded on them. I thought it was a quiet game from him. Um, and – with, with him, like I think he's a very NFL-ready edge defender, mm-hmm. but there's going to be questions about how high is his ceiling um, because of lack of athleticism. And Ben, he's a bigger guy. He's what, 6'5", 285, and he's got wicked hands. I, re- I And I personally really love Boogie Basham, but for that first-round conversation, I think he's more of that day-two type guy.
0: No, I I think that that is fair. Um he's quietly put up pretty good numbers this year though. Yeah,
1: well he's, he's a great run defender like, generally.
0: Yeah. Yeah he is. No, I, I I agree with like Brian. I like Boogie Basham, but I don't think he's gonna be a first round pick.
1: No, like I, I think with especially with edge rushers, you're more willing to bet on the athletic upside of guys um than maybe guys more like Boogie Basham
0: uh yeah I, I got like four more actually five more guys um okay can i i'll do a quick michigan kill yeah i thought cameron Grone had a bad game he just looked out of place a lot and he's only a retro sophomore but like he's he's another guy that's getting mocked in the top 40 consistently and with this linebacker class keep it keeps looking better and better um a he should either stay in school or i think his stock is slipping a bit especially on this team is fucking garbage <laughs> and to a lesser extent, Nick Eubanks, because I think there's fans of his for some reason. I didn't; it was never really a fan. Um, there is though. He was a... ungood to start this year. Yeah, there is. It, it's just kind of weird hype. Um, he had that terrible drop at the start that led to the pick on the first snap. Obviously, um, he had the, he made that sideline grab later, but that's all. Kate okay. McNamara, the best quarterback in the country. Uh, yeah, he hasn't he hasn't impressed me at all this year, and I, I don't really get the the big time love for him. Randomly. Okay.
1: I I I had uh, them as well. I also put Ronnie Bell, but it's more let like less his fault and more his <laughs> production is dropping because of the situation. Um yeah. and again, really loaded wide receiver class. I would be surprised to see him declare.
0: Agreed, agreed. Uh, um who, do you do anyone
1: else? Phil Dracovic, who I know he's a red sophomore, but <laughs> Yeah. But the love was building hard and I was in and there was flashes early against Notre Dame, and then down the stretch, you saw maybe why Yim Buck is the Notre Dame starting quarterback, and he's not. Um, he 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 makes some questionable decisions, like very questionable sure. decisions. Yeah. I think he yeah. a lot of the time he defaults to his arm talent, um, and that can kill him. Uh, he didn't even have like he he had an okay game. Considering it was against the number two team in the country, and they were in it for a bit, and he but he was kind of really a big part of the reason they couldn't keep up. Um, he's obviously going to go back to BC, and he's he's going to be a prospect that we're excited about probably next year or the oh, year yeah. after. Because there were flashes yeah. like that one, that one play. I, I, I he there was one play where he scrambled around, made a huge um, a, a completion on the left sideline on a crosser, and he looked like Ben Roethlisberger.
0: Mm -hmm. and and he always has those big time flashy plays each week it's like uh i I love dracovic i don't i didn't think there was any chance of him coming out this year anyways but and like i think definitely the play on the field shows that he needs more time which is obviously very fair for a guy who just transferred into the program um i'm gonna stick in the northeast go for a smaller school though uh jared patterson Twenty carries, seventy-three yep. yards, two touchdowns, but I just didn't impress me much as Shania's. I I I, uh,
1: I put him for overhyped <laughs> because he's a guy who's getting uh-huh. he was getting that yeah. kind of this is the G five running back who's gonna go top one hundred uh, type like Devin Singletary yeah. type hype, and and in this summer I was kind of in on that and uh, he just yeah I mean uh, what what's the other running back's name Kevin Ma- Marks Kevin Marks he he and he looked way better. Later.
0: Yeah, he did. <laughs> um, I I just thought, like, Patterson was kind of just uh, running. I don't know. Like, just out there getting a couple yards and go- going down. Like, he looked pretty jaggy, to be honest. Mm. Um, yeah, I agree. You're right. I, I should have put him for I uh, – I didn't have any good overhypes guys, so I should have put him there. Um, I'll give you one more team, two more names. This is kind of like a culminative thing. I, I thought, like, Darius and Dante Stills haven't really – this year and I, I don't like think either of them have been bad but I don't they just haven't made the leap that you'd hope for and I thought both guys were top 100 potential and especially like in this idl class when all the opportunity is there to make the leap and supplant yourself there like easily I don't I, I just don't think either of them have done it and um I, I wouldn't be shocked if they like they still go top and like top 100 but like just haven't haven't been impressive yeah they didn't, like, just I, fine yeah, good, the yeah. They
1: points. they haven't like they're not playing worse, but they are not playing better. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Yeah, I, yeah, I think they, that's they just, right. Yeah. Um, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Fair enough. Uh, okay, that's all my side down the board. Do you have any more?
0: No, I'm done. Okay,
1: who's your out of nowhere
0: prospect? I got two names. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna start in the Mac. He should be a small school guy, but I'm putting him here. How about Dwayne Askridge, the wide receiver uh, for Western Michigan, who's tiny but he looks fast as hell at that huge. Catch and run for Western Michigan. Uh, was he five nine one ninety 190, over 100 yards? Uh, he's, they said he got legit speed, and he, he looked pretty legit. And he's, he just, you know, it wasn't anything spectacular, but I thought he was kind of interesting.
1: Yeah, no, he he freaking flew on that one touchdown. Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah. So I, I was hoping he was an underclassman, but, hey, he, he gets to go here now. So
1: Ben Skoronik. I, I, he's the Northwestern transfer. He's emerged as Notre Dame's go-to wide receiver and he had three touchdowns against Boston college, including yeah. one of the, one of the best, I think contested catches you're going to see this year. Um, yeah. I mean, Jim Neg, he's already hinting that he'll be at the senior bowl now.
0: <laughs> took one,
1: one game and you're in kid. But no, seriously, he, uh, interesting guy, big body too.
0: Yeah. Well, well uh, what game was it where he went off with, like, he had like two catches, but they're both long touchdowns? It was games. like three weeks ago, and I can't remember who it was against. I, I know. It's so bad. Uh, fuck. Who would have been? BC? Was it BC? No. Hey, wait. They BC played BC wow, sorry. this <laughs> week. What? So all right. Who else you got? Move on. Get out of this. Gary Brightwell. Yeah. Oh, fuck, that was brutal. Gary Brightwell, the, the Arizona running back, who's also a senior, but uh, 6'1, 218, and he was looking good all day for Arizona, man. I had over 100 touchdowns. Wow. Wow. 100 yards, a couple yards receiving, kind of really out of nowhere because, I mean, I think he's had, I don't know, like 700 yards total in his Arizona career. Uh, was stuck behind J.J. Taylor and such, but uh, at that size and running hard in, against, a, I mean, a talented USC defense, um, uh, he, he caught my eye.
1: I'm going to go with uh, Gerard Hewitt, the Virginia Tech defensive tackle, yeah. who had two and a half sacks yeah. against Miami. He doesn't look like he's going to play in the NFL based on his appearance at 6'1", 280. Um, (laughs) But I thought, like, he plays hard as hell. He's, like, the leader of that team. He's very blue-collar. Showed really good hands, I thought, against the Miami interior offensive line, providing pressure. A guy who just strikes me as, he's going to make a roster because he's he's got that type of fucking dog in him. (laughs) I I loved watching him, too
0: no that's that's a good point that's that's fair he's he was fun he uh, was... can i give one more yeah of course
1: didn't have a like a terrific numbers game but i'm really intrigued by oregon tight end dj johnson who's kind of come yeah. out of nowhere through two weeks to play a ton for them former miami yeah. uh hurricane former pass rusher turned tight end really interesting frame and in athleticism he had the touchdown yeah. on the little uh play in the flats uh I'm. I i do not know. He's. I think he's. He's fun to watch, even though like again, he only had two for twenty three in a score, but he's interesting.
0: No, no, I like that. I like that. He he is built like an edge too, like Yeah,
1: yeah. It's strange almost.
0: Yeah. No. He's he's got an interesting body and he's got the dreads, which is I don't know. You don't see it too much on the tight end. It looks cool to be honest. Uh, yeah. Um, Prospect who made me look stupid. I, I said my top guys was Amon Ross, St. Brown. To a lesser extent, how about Trevon Grimes? I feel like I went in on him a couple weeks ago. Well, he had a so, like, bad game
1: against whoever that was like two or three weeks ago.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, deservingly, I went in on him. Um, and like, the, and since then, he's been really good. So, I'm like, hey, good for you, Travon Grimes. You've proved me wrong-ish, I guess. I don't know.
1: <laughs> um, I went with Ian Book because he made me look stupid in terms of MIT. Like, early in the game, I, I tweeted out... Phil Dracovic has so much more talent than Ian Book, which I think that's still true. But then Ian, Book, Ian Book went on to have four total touchdowns, over 300 total yards, and is probably going to be a Heisman finalist. Ian Book looks like kind of what I look for in a late day three backup quarterback, though, with that athleticism. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't really turn the ball over. And he's played so much better the last two weeks. Yes. He looks that's like he so. he's going to be Trevon Boykin, but not bad. If you know what I mean.
0: Um, yeah, I do know what you mean. You're right, though. The last two weeks, it's like he's, he's taking another leap all of a sudden. And he's navigating the pocket better and just feels more composed. And, it, yeah, um, definitely. He's got that uh, late day three UDFA backup look to him.
1: Um, do you have anybody else you know?
0: No, no. Let's move on. And I said my prospect yeah. prospect is Darius against uh, I, Quincy Rocher. I think
1: that was the the like obviously the top one. I got another tackle yeah. versus edge one though. Um, Zion Johnson against Dalon Hayes. I, yeah, I,
0: I, no, that's a good one. I
1: think there was like not a clear winner the way I think Darius was the clear winner against Roche. Uh I st- yeah. like Zion Johnson still doesn't look like he should be playing. Like he's gonna be he's gonna be so much better as a guard and he was so much yeah, better as a guard of, it's kind of annoying that he's playing around. left tackle it is,
0: it is. Yeah.
1: um but you you can <laughs> see that athleticism there and like you understand why they did it but he's gonna be so much better in the nfl as a guard um and
0: D- D- i like dalen hayes
1: me too he's Sorry, he's Daylen. got he kind of gives me the the same vibes you get with K- uh Klieg kareem coming into our game last year
0: yeah that's a good point you're right for sure um, but both like have their games where they make a couple flashes, but like on the whole, they're just like solid dudes. They,
1: yeah, like he, he's gonna be, I think, a long time rotational edge in the NFL.
0: Yeah, no, I I like Hayes, and I feel like there's gonna be a lot of love for him because he just seems like a dude that works his ass off.
1: Agreed. I end motor and motors. Agreed. Stuff. Who yeah. I, I already said my overhyped is Jared Patterson. Who do you have?
0: Uh, overhyped for me is uh oh, you you mentioned the name funny enough. See, I didn't. I, Jared Patterson's a better one. Uh, this is interesting. I, I, I kind of put him here because I want to talk about him, but how about Dylan Radens, who it's kind of just been in the back of my mind for a little while now, and like you mentioned, constantly mocked in first rounds. Uh, Matt Miller is insanely high on him. I think he's like top 10 high on him. Cool. Um, if he's not in the first, he's in the second round, okay? And I, I don't think that's crazy, the second round stuff. I, I like Radens, but he is still an FCS tackle who played one game this year. And in the summer, I I, I like the potential. Um, I didn't see a first rounder on tape on the, on our first go pass. I'll say that. And I just think it's kind of interesting to see where he's gonna go. And like like we've talked about, there's a lot of tackles. Maybe the the the, the NFL banks on these big school guys who are playing as opposed to a small school guy who isn't. Um, I, so I think it's just kind of interesting. I, I don't think he's gonna be a slam dunk first rounder come uh, at least in mocks in, in a couple months well I, I th- uh, so i think it's just gonna be interesting
1: and i think with that is as we've mentioned guys like derisaw have come out guys like abraham yeah. lucas like they're doing a lot for themselves where mm-hmm. runs can't can't because they're not playing exactly. the game, right so uh no I, th- yeah. I think i think that's an interesting point um small school guy who caught my eye obviously we default him action here uh our friend friend of the program tommy doyle i put him in on the other side of that game uh buffalo wide receiver antonio nun
0: yeah i put non and kevin mark so like let's let's talk non first <laughs> like he's just consistently making big time contested catches and he's like he's like five eleven, two hundred. 200 Fast. he seems like he's got a lot of dog in him yeah uh he just seems like that late round flyer type wide receiver that's like it's He's gonna come into camp and like be gritty and like it will win over hearts. Uh, so I like him, and Marks definitely looked like the better back in Buffalo. He's the bigger guy and he he looks a little more spry this year, mm. a little more juice to him. I I, I think he might be the uh, like uh, Patterson probably still go higher right now. I'll say that, but I think he's he might have the 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 edge there to be honest as the better player. I
1: thought Doyle versus um Malcolm Coontz was kind of like the big prospect prospect yeah. matchup in the in the match and I thought Doyle for sure Doyle had a really good game even though Miami of Ohio didn't really do much on offense. He he gave up nothing in terms of pressure. Um he he's uh, just another I hope he's at the senior bowl.
0: Uh me too. Uh prospect do to play that box guard before we, we finish Rob.
1: Oh I just skipped that didn't I?
0: Yeah, that's why I gave you a nice seamless transition. Yeah, that was you had to mention
1: it. Uh, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll throw two out quick. Uh, Jock against Boston College. Yes, just yes. <laughs> he was covering Zay Flowers in, in trail technique and had a sick PD pass deflection. And uh, I don't know, just the versatility and the way they deploy him from one week to the next, I think is crazy that he can one week <laughs> be such an important player, um, like attacking. Yep. But like the front uh, out of the front seven, like, and then the next week he's he's specifically being needed to be a cover man.
0: <laughs> yeah, and he didn't have a tackle. He only had the one PD. Um, and like like you said, he carried flowers downfield. field. under threw it, but he was like even if it was on target, he was still Jerkovic. There. Uh, oh goddamn! No, he, he's Djurkovic this week for uh, for not beating Notre Dame. Um, <laughs> you know, I'll throw a weird one in here. How about David Bell, who I, I – actually, I didn't even tell you. I watched that Northwestern-Purdue game or at least the first three quarters of it. Uh, and he was just trying to drag Purdue to the win. He had, like, nine catchers for 78 yards. He's only a sophomore. And he was the old... – oh, shit. Whatever. I'm still going to talk he's about it. He's going to be him. a first-round pick next only... year. Yeah, he's sick. He was the only one doing anything for Purdue. And then he drew multiple pass interference calls. So, fuck it. He deserved to be talked about anyways. I forgot he was a sophomore. That's okay. Um
1: – Oh, I got my Jay Sanders here too. He's just – he really interesting to me. I was telling you while yeah. we are watching, I, he's so freaking long. He's lean, but he's long. His, he's, he moves so well.
0: Yeah. His build is really interesting. He's like – he's almost built like a, a, a basketball player. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what it is. He, he looks like a small
1: forward almost.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I – but the, the thing is, he's obviously got the room to, to add the weight, and he looks impressive they, for sure. They list him at 258.
1: I don't really believe that. There's no way. There's no way. 6'5", no. 258. I like, I'd say he's like 235.
0: That's what I was about to say. Yeah, I take 20 pounds away from that. But yeah, that's what he weighs.
1: On that Bearcats defense, he, I think he's 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 got maybe the most upside of any of their guys. Ahmad Gardner, yeah, the corner no. next year maybe, but
0: – I like – yeah, so, yeah, I like Garner too. Yeah,
1: you know what else you like to garden?
0: Wow, that's a great. This is a different ad.
1: Oh my God, this isn't even the weed whacker. So, uh,
0: oh, God damn it.
1: Support for seven rounds in heaven comes from Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Jingle balls to the walls, fellas. Listen up. I hope that guy got a raise. Whoever came up with that. Untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past. It's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. I'm talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. One time, I sliced my balls right open because I used a straight blade on my balls. Did you really? Yep. Had to go to the hospital, it was a whole thing. Couldn't walk for three months, and that's why this revolutionary company, Manscaped, has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 3.0 has proprietary advanced skin safe technology, so the trimmer cuts on your nuts. It's also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. The lawnmower 3.0 comes inside their brand new Perfect Package 3.0, which makes for the perfect gift this holiday season. It's literally everything you need. To keep trimmed, cut free, and smelling nice down there. Definitely get my brother one. He, he smells bad down there, if you know what I mean. <laughs> no, I don't, <laughs> and don't okay. and don't use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls. That's just nasty. The Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0 also includes the Crop Preserver and Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant and Moisturizer. You, you already put deodorant on your armpits, so why aren't you putting them it on the other parts of your smelly body? Oh,
0: yeah, Rob's brother. And
1: yes, your balls stink, Rob's brother. Speaking of sweaty and stinky balls, I am thankful for their crop reviver. This product, along with the crop preserver, keep your balls from sweating, smelling, and sticking. The big the three big S's. And these products mm-hmm. smell good. Their manly scent is attractive and will keep well will help set and keep the mood, if you know what I mean. The perfect package will also come with a pair of manscaped boxers. That'll keep your junk feeling fresh all day. It's time to upgrade those overused pair of boxers to Manscaped's high-performance anti-chafing boxers. Manscaped's doing everything these days.
0: They got it all, baby. Tis
1: the season to Manscaped, so get yourself your dad, your brother, especially your brother, and friends the best gift of all. The Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. And also, don't forget to bet online. Bowl season's just around the corner. That gets me so jazzed up. Uh, so, you should be betting through the regular season of college football at Online to build enough funds to then spend on bowl season so you can bet every bowl game. That's just basic math. And the NFL season is halfway done. And there's a lot more to go, so bet on that. And my five picks of the week are brought to you by Bet Online, as well as AJ's One Short of the Six Pack. AJ, I went one and one last week and had three games canceled: Ohio State, Alabama, and Cal did not play.
0: Hey, I went three and zero, oh, baby, but I had two games canceled: the the Bama and the Ohio State game too. You know, uh, you know, so you know. Yeah, go ahead. Boston College
1: like scored one more point; they would have covered. So. Sick.
0: Yeah, that sucks. And the whole time I was watching the game, I'm like, oh, should I should have Boston College or my picks, but I shouldn't have. So uh, I'm still down on the year, so it doesn't matter. But hey, I'm I'm making a comeback because I got seven picks this week to, to to uh to redo my two missed ones. Uh, you want me to start us off? Uh, yeah, go ahead. I am of course going to the in seven o'clock Wednesday night on ESPN two. Good matchup, two two and and0 teams, Western Michigan at Central Michigan. The two better uh, directional Michigan's, maybe the two better Michigan schools in general. Um, I am taking the chips at home, minus three points. How you feel? Sure. Okay. I don't. I don't know what the line's going to be. Go chips. I think this game could go either way. I'm just picking this because I got to pick the matching game. Uh, I'm going to go
1: 12 p.m. Fox. We got a top ten matchup this week. Hell yeah! Number ten Indiana (laughs) going to the horseshoe. Take on number three Ohio State. I'll put the Buckeye's at eight and a half point favorites.
0: I put it way bigger. I don't know what, what? this line's it's, gonna be, though.
1: I think you're underestimating Indiana because they're legit top ten team. Their defense is ferocious. Michael Penix is proven to be one of the best quarterbacks in the Big Ten. I like I don't I I, I think you have a hard time making this a double digit spread.
0: I uh I don't know. It's tough. I I, I, did, I wasn't confident about it, but I think just the way the lines are trending right now, I think it probably will be double digits. Um. I will say, though, that like, like it's at Ohio State, but no fans, obviously. So I, I don't know if that's, that's going to be. I'm still not sure how Vegas is. Would you put it yet. at? It? 17. Holy
1: fuck. That's more than Notre Dame Boston College.
0: Yeah, at Boston College. But still um okay what do, you, what do you want to do 10 you're taking Ohio State anyways right yeah me too we'll Ten and a ten. half. okay so there's no push taking Buckeyes yeah I'm taking the Buckeyes too Kevin um, Wilson revenge game I think I think Indiana will, will show up and be in it but it's just uh Ohio State's too much
1: okay my next one I'm going 330 CBS O Miss at number five Texas A&M I think this is just a fun game
0: that's a fair that's a good point yeah i didn't pick this one
1: uh tamu i put 16 and a half point favorites what do you think about that uh old miss seems to be in most games because they score so much but they also give up so many points that teams can pull away late by a larger margin uh tamu is yeah, is number five in the country i think they're partially number five because they beat florida so the poll people don't want to put yeah. florida ahead of them even though i think if like you generally should uh, <laughs> and it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah and it doesn't matter. Um, I I want to take Ole Miss at
0: 16.5. What do you think about that spread? I think you're going to have to bring it down to 13.5. Like
1: what? A okay, so a top 10 matchup. Buckeyes at home in a top 10 matchup, you say, are 17.5 point favorites. AM yeah. on the road or at home at Kyle Field with fans against an unranked team. Is favored by less?
0: Okay, hold on. Your logic is so flawed. This is the first time I've I'm just looking at the lines. I, sorry, I I've I haven't thought about AM, but they're clearly not the fa But they're clearly team. a top ten team in the country. Okay. Yeah. What, they're what, not that good. What, what, what neutral field. What, what, what do you think the spread would be? Ohio State, Texas AM. Just for fun of it.
1: Sorry, say that again.
0: Neutral field, mm-hmm. Texas AM and Ohio State. What do you think the spread would be?
1: Ohio State, five and a half, probably. The,
0: I think it'd probably be, be bigger. To be honest.
1: Is a and M has only lost to Alabama, beat Florida, um, beat Arkansas. Like I, I don't understand what your logic is. Like Indiana has more impressive wins than Texas A and M, but like your your logic's all flawed. I'm, I don't know.
0: Okay, what would you put it at? I'll give it to you. I Whatever put it at sixteen want,
1: and I'll... a half. Ole Miss okay. is. I just
0: said thirteen. Is what three and five? Yeah, but they're in every game like you said. That's why we'll see. We'll see. Right, we can see later today actually what the spreads actually are. Okay, give it. Take they lost to Arkansas.
1: And Arkansas yeah. beat Texas A and M. They lost to Arkansas by twenty or er, by twelve. Yeah, your logic is so flawed. My next game, I guess, because unless you got another game you well, want to pick.
0: Yeah, I have a bunch of games, Rob. Well, you're not <laughs> saying anything. Friday night. Well, because you're just rolling on. 10.30 Friday night, ESPN. Back to all after dark, baby. UCLA at Oregon. Uh, I'm taking the Ducks. Minus 10.5. Should this one be bigger? At Oregon. Wait. Yes? What is your logic on these picks? Spreads. Oregon Oregon was only like uh, 10 against Wazoo. UCLA scored... A lot. That's why I put it like here. I can go bigger. Are you I'm sure bigger.
1: it's Friday night? My schedule says it's still to be announced.
0: Uh, I, th- I think because UCLA
1: is playing right now, that the game might be moved. Oh, yeah, I totally forgot oh, that like game's happening game. right now. <laughs> <laughs> go go so check stupid. the score.
0: Okay. Well, and right now, it's Friday night. Who knows what it's going to be. Yeah. Uh, what do you want me to go to? Uh, 14? Yes. Okay. I'm taking the Ducks. Do you want to know the score of Cal-UCLA right now? Because maybe you're right. I would love UCLA's winning. I would love See? Fuck, I don't want to watch this game, but the NFL's on. It's not on TV either, right? Here, at least no, it's on, it's, on, we get no fucking
1: football. it's on FS1. Cam Bynum has a pick. He's with my shooting up the board this week. It's <laughs> sick. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Take whatever you want. I can't remember what you said.
0: I'll go 14. It doesn't matter. Okay. Um, Here, I'll give you another one. Noon, ESPN2, App State at Coastal Carolina. This is a good one, man. It is. I, I'm taking Coastal Carolina at home, minus 7. App State was big uh, favorites this week, and I think I think the spread was 17 against who was it, Georgia State, right? Yeah, and they only scored 17 points, so obviously didn't cover. Uh, CC's been off, but I, I think App State's still going to get the, the respect here still. But I, I'm taking Coastal Carolina to cover 7 at home i think it's pretty close i'll game, give it to you because nearly won.
1: i'll give that to you because i don't know what the spread will be because i don't it's hard to understand how how uh the desert values either of these teams right now
0: yeah no that's a good point i don't know
1: sure. okay since you like to pick the cool games the hipster games i'll just stick to my roots 330 abc the big 10 showdown uh in the 330 window Number thirteen Wisconsin on the road against number twenty three Northwestern in Evanston. Uh I put it in a pick'em.
0: Oh, I think I think Wisconsin would be favorite. Okay.
1: I so. uh, see I wasn't sure. Like Northwestern,
0: I don't even really understand what they are. Uh I, I don't uh, think they're gonna get respect from Vegas. Okay. I think it's gonna be like a touchdown. Okay, so to seven honest. seven. Uh we'll do six and a half just for uh just for the no push.
1: Okay. Thank you. I'm taking Wisconsin. That's an interesting game to gauge who these both these teams are, though.
0: Yeah, no, for sure, especially for Northwestern. I think Wisconsin's legit, but um, obviously they haven't played that much. I, and I'm, are you're both we're both taking Wisconsin to be clear. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, um, three yeah. thirty. The the ABC slash ESPN yeah, game. Yeah. Yep. This um, is good. Cincy at UCF. According to the <laughs> ESPN win thingy, UCF is supposed to win. Which I saw yesterday. Okay. But I don't think they can favor UCF obviously. I so don't think Cincy. so either. <laughs> I know. But it's the bounce house. It's I, I mean I know but still the bounce house. This is I'm going Cincy minus six and a half.
1: okay. I put it at three and a half. UCF's on pace to have like the most prolific offense in college football history. Yeah. Cincinnati is one of good, the great games. Cincinnati has maybe the greatest G five defense of all time. Um yeah. this is like the perfect battle. I, yep. and on the other side, like UCF has NFL talent on defense and Cincinnati has like an NFL quarterback. Um, it's a really, really fun game. I think it's must watch TV. Uh, you I, you want to go four and a half? Let's go four and a half and we're both taking Cincy
0: out of yeah, principle. I'm taking Cincy, but yeah, exactly. I just can't pick against them right now. They're playing way too well. And I, UCF has dropped a couple, like what, one now, but still, um, uh, I I trust the Bearcats defense, and I think it should be a great great football game. I don't even know like like I, I didn't look at the total, but I don't know what it would be, and I don't know what I would pick. To be honest, it's kind of fucking wild. I'm going
1: you have one more game left to pick, right? I,
0: I do, yeah. Is it Bedlam? It's Bedlam. Okay,
1: so we're both picking Bedlam. It's, it's again pretty like Bedlam snuck up on us in two weeks. Is the Apple Cup? Yeah. This is a good slate of games though. Um, in Week 12, eh?
0: It's better than this past week, yeah, for sure. Like
1: we get Bedlam in the late window, we get Ohio State, Indiana early, and we get, um, Cincy UCF in that three thirty window. I think
0: uh, uh you you want to and, and Wisconsin, North yeah, North
1: and like and like that, I think man. Ole Miss, Tamu is gonna be fun too. Um, yeah, no, that's a good point. But Bedlam, ABC seven thirty, uh, number fourteen Oklahoma State at number eighteen Oklahoma. To me, whoever wins this game's gonna win the Big Twelve against Iowa State. Um. Yeah. I put it at Oklahoma minus six and a half.
0: I put it at four and a half. So we're on the same page here. Um, I, I think definitely Oklahoma is going to be favored, uh, even though they're lower ranks. But, yeah, uh, you, you want to split the diff and go five and a half? Sure. Okay. I, I think that the spread itself is going to be interesting, to be honest, in this. But, um, you know what? I, quickly, going back to last week, I remember you, you gave me a little shit for having Wisconsin favored so much at Michigan. Um, and then the, you were right to start. Michigan opened as a two-point favorite. And then by the time Saturday night rolled around, it was Wisconsin minus six and a half. Which kind of just like monster swings. So I think we could see some of these lines are kind of tricky. I think we could see similar swings. Maybe not so drastic, but I think we'll see a lot of movement in these lines this week.
1: Ooh, did you just put on your nerd hat?
0: <laughs> yeah, I put on my, uh, my Vegas hat. My, my new uh, red <laughs> Vegas Golden Knights jersey. That's so sick. Yeah, I mean, you would do
1: anything to live the life of being a, a odds man in Vegas who also has box seats to the night.
0: <laughs> my my dream person to be is James Holzhauer, professional gambler and Jeopardy goat.